Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. Look at me. We have all of that in common, James. It's like we were separated at birth. James Breakwell, how are you doing tonight? Just looking at all the splendor that is me. I am disgusted to be put in the same category as you, (laughs) even hypothetically, and I feel like now I need to go take a shower. (laughs) Judy P, super fan, only fan. Judy P (laughs) sent me a nice pig-looking hat with a phallic right in the middle of its forehead. I guess it would be phallus, not phallic. But this combines your love of pigs with you being a unicorn. And James, I've never felt more like you, and I've never been more skeeved out in all so my life. So are you saying you're a phallus head? Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> you can take that in whatever vernacular you choose to use. <laughs> I've been called worse by you. So, yes. yeah, I guess and you so. will no doubt be called worse tonight. <laughs> Well, this is the show where, other than insulting each other, we do argue about things that matter to nobody. And James, you threw a couple topics out earlier, and we didn't pick either of them. But what are we going to argue tonight? Because I'm curious myself. We are going to argue which is better, jello or pudding? Oh, or a jello pudding pop. (laughs) Beforehand, I'm like, the one thing we're not going to do is that. What's the first thing you do? What's the first thing? I didn't say his name. (laughs) (sighs) Jello versus pudding, and obviously that doesn't conjure any thoughts or memories for anybody that lived through the eighties. So none whatsoever. (laughs) Wow, Jello versus pudding, and James. Couple of things right off the front. I don't know how you won last week, but it turns out it was all, it, it's, it's fake news. You didn't win, I won. That's what I've decided after looking over the poll results. How, how do you figure? Walk me through it. Okay. Uh, I looked at the poll results. Okay, I'm with you. And I immediately thought, this is bullcrap. Okay. And yeah. I won. Oh, okay. I uh, I disagree 100%. You are living in an alternative world of delusions, of grandeur. <laughs> And uh, that doesn't surprise me in the least little bit. But here in reality, I crushed you uh, six ways from Sunday. It was amazing. A stunning victory. Probably the most decisive victory since the Battle of Stalingrad. I mean, just just a walloping. It it was, you know, they'll talk about this in the history books. So, so yeah. So, thank you for showing up and being the straw man that I could just, you know, knock over and set on fire last week. I I do love having a sparring partner who can't spar back. So thank you for being such a capable loser. I will call you a bully, and then I'll get all of those uh, social media warriors on my side, and we will crush you back this week when we argue jello no, <laughs> versus <laughs> But we always, James, we always begin with compliments. And just to, to soften the blow, you always give me one first. You're going to butter this side of my bread, so to speak. I would like to compliment you for being... Thank you for the pause. (laughs) I have to think. Every week, I have to (laughs) dig deeper and deeper to find some sort of lie that I can kind of (laughs) sort of make sound 
a little flattering. And I'm going to go with this week. I'm going to compliment you for, for the first time in like two months, being on yeah. time. I surprised you with like <laughs> zero notice asking if we could record an hour early. And you were all on board. Your life is finally so devoid of activities <sighs> and other human contact that you were you were here. You, you were ready before I was. And I'm the one who proposed the time. So thank you for it, finally yeah. purging your schedule and making all of your space available for me. I prefer to think of it as so eager to get this minute with Breakwell behind me that uh, I'll do it whenever. But I do like, James, you asked if I wanted to go right away, and I said yes. And like a half an hour later, you finally had all of your little Breakwell peculiarities covered so that you were ready to go, too. I'm just so used to you being just all a, a flutter that I figured if I asked you want to go right away, it would be like 15 minutes down the road. I didn't, I didn't think you would actually have your act together enough to be here. I mean, usually it takes you like nine minutes just to find a hat and the quarter so <laughs> <laughs> well you had to clear the table and get a mani petty and put cucumbers on your eyes to reduce the swelling so you looked as grandiose as yeah. you do now i'm glad you, you prettied yourself up james Woo! yeah and then you know of course i had to yell at the kids tell them to keep it down don't no, don't scream <laughs> while i'm on the podcast so i'm sure you'll be hearing them from uh, from afar i guess some people they like when they record they go and they like go in a closet and put a blanket over their heads there's no vibrations <laughs> there's no house noise like i can't even imagine that if there weren't kids screaming off in the distance like people would think i'd been kidnapped They're like that's not james that's not that's not what his house sounds like <laughs> Yeah, no, you are organic Breakwell. There is no doubt about it. And despite being you, James, my compliment to you is that you still, despite everything you do to repel people, you still get invited to family functions. And I don't, I don't understand how that happens because your family presumably knows you better than I do. And yet still you went to a wedding last weekend. What do you just are you on like some kind of list that if you're lonely and desperate, you pull a name and that person gets called and comes to your wedding? I do appreciate you kind of sort of skimming the newsletter, but you're off on like 19 different points there. The wedding is this coming Sunday, and it's it's not it's not a family member. It's two of my best friends. They very clearly stated that in the newsletter that you really didn't read. But I do appreciate you glancing at it as you were doing something else. I was so. looking for my name. Yeah. That's the reason I glanced through your newsletter. Just do a quick control F, although I'll start calling you something else so you won't catch it. You don't want to know <laughs> the names I'm going to use for, for you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm out of control F is what you'll call me. All right. Well, good. I'm glad that uh, we have established that I, I receive and yet only marginally pay attention to those emails <laughs> that you send around. Is and it... yet still, you haven't addressed the broader issue, which is how do you keep getting invited back to these things, James? Well, they're only getting married once. So really, I'm just getting invited for the first time. Like if there's a second wedding, I fully don't expect to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I, I'm going to burn my bridges this week. And for, for those of you who don't read the newsletter, and I, I, I do pity you, uh, I'm going to an eight-person wedding here this Sunday because they had to cancel their big wedding. So it's the bride's parents, the groom's parents, the bride and groom, and then me and my wife. Like, we are the party. And uh, my oh wife my has God. to go and help the bride get ready and talk her through all the emotional turmoil and all that. And my only job is just take shots with the groom. Like, that's all I'm going to do. 
Like, there might be other duties, but all I'm going to do is take shots with the groom, and it's going to be glorious. And then my wife is going to drive me home, and at some point we probably have to pick up our kids, which will be disappointing, and then I'm going to come back here and sleep it off. It's going to be a good day. And then get to talk to me again next week. Oh, don't remind me. Maybe maybe we'll get lucky and the world will end before that. Maybe maybe the shutdown will extend to podcasts, and we will be legally ordered to stop, and I won't have to feel guilty about sure. it. Sure. Fingers crossed. I understand. A horrific flaming end of the world or do a podcast with a oh, yes. uh, tomato tomato. Mm -hmm. All right. I do have, speaking of tomatoes and tomatoes, uh, a lot of them are grown on the country of Guam. And I have the <laughs> Guam quarter of... <laughs> what a transition. That's one for the Hall of Fame right there. <laughs> I had to do a little adjustment mid-sentence there. But <laughs> hey, it all works out, James. So what uh, What do the two sides of the Guam Quarter of Fate represent for you? Heads, I'm arguing jello. Tails, I'm arguing pudding. Jello is heads. It is up. It is down. I'm going to put it right here on the table in front of the camera. It is actually tails today. It is Guam. Ooh. You, sir, have pudding. Well, thank goodness, because pudding is the semi-solid food stuff of the gods. It is chocolatey. I mean, it just, it is pure wow, so cliche. decadence. It just, uh, you put it in your mouth and it's like you have a melted Hershey's bar that's also cooled off. It's semi-salad, so you can eat it when you have a sore throat, when you're sick, when you're not feeling the best. You don't have to put a lot of effort into chewing it. And it's just so savory. You get a glass of milk with that pudding and there is nothing better in this world. It is liquid mm. chocolate. It is oh. it is happiness incarnate, and it is so, so, so easy to make. You just pour in the mix, you pour in the boiling water, and you pop that in the fridge. And I just, I don't know why you would even compare Jell-O to that, because Jell-O's got all these, all these weird fruity flavors. Like, I'm not trying to get yeah. a fruit. I'm trying to get a dessert. I want something that's going to satisfy me and make my life worth living. I don't want to pretend I'm eating some sort of fruit juice that's been frozen. I want, <laughs> I want mushy cake. And that's what, that's what pudding oh. is. And oh, it, this man, is getting he, almost carnal for me. Yeah, yeah and you don't have yeah. to worry about it. No, no, slow down, either. slow down, slow down. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have to terminate this podcast for all sorts of other reasons. Um, but, like, when you're packing school lunches, Jell-O, if it's homemade, doesn't necessarily keep all that well. It gets melty throughout the day. Pudding, you can't mess that up. It is it is already distilled down to its most basic element. There's there's no melting. There's no anything. You pop that open. It's just as good when you open it as when you put it in there. Pudding is perfection, and there is nothing you can say to stop that. Fellow Indianite Jim Gaffigan calls pie liquid cake. <laughs> call Jello, liquid cake. I'm sorry, pudding. Jello, James. Jello is fruity and jiggly, and it reminds me a lot of myself. And so, how can you not love Jello? It's fun. It's like a slinky toy, but you can eat it. That's what <laughs> Jello is. And for the grown-ups in your life, and you probably know one or two, James. They don't let you sit at the big table at Thanksgiving, but they can put a little bit of alcohol in that sucker and make Jello shooters. You can get drunk and still look like you're enjoying a nice children's confection. <laughs> and beautifully they stick to the ceiling how many parties have you been to james where there were put put put, put <laughs> where there were <laughs> you've had some jello shots tonight haven't you Puddo is like a new hybrid dessert idea. 
It's like Reese's peanut butter cups, uh, Reese's Pudo. That the <laughs> Jello shoot, the, at, uh, you get those um, the the Jello squares and throw them against the ceiling. They stick. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. How many times have you tried to throw pudding against a ceiling? The answer is it actually happened in the Olivas household because my son sneezed looking up when he was a baby with a mouthful of it. And still, when we moved out of that house, it was still on the ceiling. No one ever took it down because my wife felt a little nostalgia when she looked at the ceiling. It might have been applesauce. But the point is that uh, Jell-O, too, comes in different flavors. And you can put fruit in it, James. You can make it healthy. There is nothing healthy about pudding. Pudding goes right to your thighs. Jell-O goes through. It can clean you out, give you a little fiber that you're looking for. It's a little bit sweet without a whole lot of calories. So it'll take care of that hankering that you have. You know how your rural Indiana people talk. Take care of that hankering. Gives you a little bit of dessert. And you can get sugar-free Jell-O that tastes like Jell-O. Jello, sugar-free pudding tastes like mud, and uh, you've got plenty of experience with that in your new backyard as the pigs get out there. But the last one is the verb that you use when you eat Jello through a straw is called snorking. You can't snork pudding, but you can snork Jello. And James, jiggly, fun, fruity, and snorky. You can't beat that with pudding. Well, we've entered the part of the podcast where I'm not sure if you're making up words or you had a stroke. <laughs> I think it might be a little of both this week. It, so My first, veins are clogged from eating too much pudding. The, first of all, you call them jello shooters. They're jello shots. Nobody calls them jello shooters. That's like in some antiquated what? like 1940s term for it. Second of all, jello shots are terrible. Uh, we always. Oh, my God. I, there's a. There's a. a obstacle course drinking thing we do every year we started off with jello shots last year it was a mistake it's just it tastes like vodka with a tiny little bit of jello thrown in the drunkest i've ever been had to be one time i was at a trivia night event and they were chilling selling jello shots all night and nobody bought them nobody because jello shots are terrible so at the end of the night they gave them to my table for free and a, a free platter of jello shots is exactly the price i'm willing to pay for jello shots because that's all they're worth so i ate them all all at once, an entire platter. I split it with like two of my brothers, and uh, I have never gotten so drunk so fast. <laughs> but you know what? It was a wasted drunk because we were just going home to go to bed anyway. So there was like like two minutes where like wasted the world drunk. was caving in on itself, <laughs> and then I was just asleep. And it's like, well, that was that's just as well because that's what Jello shots are. They're a waste. They they taste terrible. Oh. They get you wasted, and you go to sleep. You know what? Oh, you don't man. you don't mix with alcohol. Yeah. Pudding. Pudding stands on its own. <laughs> Exactly my point. You don't yes. have to get yourself bombed out of your mind to enjoy pudding. It is it is the dessert for the sober folks. It's when you want your taste buds to work, you say, I want to experience this and be fully conscious of it. You don't need a million flavors of pudding. You just need the basics. You need chocolate, you need vanilla, and if you're feeling really saucy, there's some butterscotch pudding out there. It's only it's, it's only for the wild, but it is out there. Jello. Oh. Jello is like it just the way it looks, Jim, your there's limited pudding knowledge is shocking and disturbing to me. There's so it's much. Deplorable. Just a second. I got to get to one final point here. We can shut this down oh, and not oh, talk I'm to each sorry. other for a week. I was on point number but 37. Jello, or 38. It, it looks like so much more than it is. It looks like this, you know, crystalline. Uh, perfect dessert, but you taste it, and there's just nothing there. It falls apart. Uh, I had a friend who was a foreign exchange student in another country, and she was over there for six months. And every day they made them Jello because it was just super cheap and easy. And the first day they're like, "Ooh, this is great, Jello," and the second day they're like, "Oh, okay, Jello again." Am I? Okay, you need to get out of here because I have a camera on upstairs. Oh, 
it's the it's the naked kid in the background thing from the time you visited all over again. I told them I'm recording. She walks downstairs in a towel. I think she's off camera, but oh, we need to. I'm naked from the waist down. What difference does it make? We need to end this. Just let's roll the dice. Roll the dice. Oh my gosh! All right. If you want to vote for me and Jello, no, 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 pudding. If you want to vote for, I, I'm all discombobulated. If you wow. want to vote for me and pudding and all that's right with the world, vote for 75. If you want to vote for Steve and whatever he's arguing for this week, 48. <laughs> if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 98. 90. Ooh, that's the big one. All right. Well. We've come to the end of another show, and I don't think it could have come quickly enough. Thank goodness there was an external force that shut us down. Otherwise, James would have been on point number 93, and I'd have been sound asleep after some jello shooters. If you want to vote for James and the guy who said, if you don't want to drink, vote for 75. If you want to vote for me, the guy who understands we don't have anybody who can watch this podcast sober, vote for 48. And if you want to throw your vote away and you don't feel like voting for James, which is actually a double slap in the face, vote for 98. I like it. Well... You, I'm hoping, are on Jello Shooter number whatever it took for you to pass out so you don't have to hear the end of this thing. But this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, for James the Exploding and now Despondent Breakwell saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, cover your children when you're on camera, and until next week, remember two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>